HTJ.tax, the international tax firm for six, seven, and eight-figure investors and entrepreneurs who are living that international life. Are you ready? The question is quite controversial, right? It's about whether the U.S. would ever move to a residency-based system of taxation, as opposed to the present citizenship-based taxation uh, structure that they have. And, uh, you know, the popular comment on top of that is that there's only one other country in the world that taxes its citizens regardless of where they go, which is Eritrea, this tiny country in the Horn of Africa. So what's, what's up with the U.S.? Now, I'm going to tell you the truth as I see it, and I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. You probably won't like it, right? The answer is no way that is ever going to happen, likely. So if what, you, what we do is, you know, it's, of course, it's a, a political, uh, political question, but when you look at tax rules in the 20th century, uh, the U.S. has been a world leader. I mean, the U.S. is a world leader in many spheres of activity, but what many people don't realize is that the U.S. also leads the way when it comes to international tax. So rules are created and enacted in the United States. Other countries look and they follow suit. So, you know, we, we can start back in the 60s with transfer pricing, but the most recent example that I think is within everyone's memory is FATCA. So FATCA came out in like 2010, 2011, whatever. Uh, it was a rider to the uh, hire act, I think, hiring incentives to reduce unemployment, uh, to reduce unemployment and something like that under President Obama, right? So FATCA came in, lots of unintended consequences. FATCA is not a tax, as I mentioned earlier, it's a framework for information exchange. So the US signed bilateral agreements with countries across the world, including those that you'd never thought would sign, like Russia and China. So basically everyone that's anyone of note in the world has signed except for uh, like your North Korea, your Cuba's, Iran, those kind of guys, right? But most of the countries that are note have signed. And under the FATCA, rules, these countries have agreed, including Switzerland, to basically put aside or set aside their local bank secrecy laws and mandate or require all their domestic financial institutions to go through their books and isolate and highlight anybody they suspect of being American, not even if they self-declare, because uh, like I'm sure lots of you guys, just like me, we have more than one passport. So sometimes we go to a bank and we open a financial account with the other passport. But if that bank, and as part of its KYC, know your customer process, if they suspect you of being American or US exposed because of certain indices or certain indicators that they are required by law to look for, even if you deny it, they're required to report you to the US government. So that's how FATCA works. It's a framework for information exchange. And you think, oh my God, what, what's that? But a few years later, we had something called CRS or the Common Reporting Standard or the Automatic Exchange of Information. So basically, consider that FATCA on steroids. So every, all the rest of the world have been signing up on, on that. So, so, so here's the point. The rest of the world follows American examples. So when it comes to citizenship-based taxation, we're seeing, a creep, we're seeing increasing examples, especially in Europe, but also in other countries, Mexico and, and whatever. But especially in Europe, there's situations where even though you leave that European country, 
you are still subject to those taxes for at least a number of years afterwards, or even indefinitely. Key example would be Italy. We have uh, Italian-American clients, right? So if you leave, if you resided in Italy for a while, you're Italian, passport, citizen, whatever, and you move to somewhere that has zero tax, think of Dubai, or if you move to Malaysia and you have MM2H, so zero tax and whatever, Italy is still going to tax you. You have the fallback rules that Italy is going to tax you. If you leave Spain and you go to a so-called tax haven, again, Dubai, because Dubai is super popular right now, right? So you move to Dubai for, uh, for five or six years after you leave Spain, you're going to have to pay taxes in Spain. So a lot of European countries have these fallback rules, which means that they are following the example of, of, of the U.S., so again, at a high level, that that it's unlikely that is going to change because we see other countries following that example. And remember when I spoke about international tax earlier, I said it's counterintuitive because when you're in the U.S., you're accustomed to thinking about the IRS, oh, they just want my money, they just want my money. But when it comes to international taxes, and when you talk about infrastructure and deals like FACA, people have made the argument that it's more expensive for the Treasury Department to administer FATCA and that information exchange situation than revenue that they collect from the seven or eight million U.S. citizens that live outside of the U.S., right? It's more expensive to me. So it's not about the money. It's about information. And of course, we know what's going on with social media companies, et cetera, right now. Information is gold. What the, what the U.S. government wants is your information. And that's why those reports that you do, the FBARs, the 5471s for your foreign companies, the 8621s for your pension funds and your, and your other investment structures, your 8938s, your 8865s for your partnerships, it's more an information disclosure than it is revenue collection. And the U.S. government is not going to give up the opportunity to collect more data. So... Unfortunately, people, I've, I know there are lots of lawsuits. I know there are uh, advocates outside of the U.S. who are on a campaign. But keeping that bigger picture as to what's going on and the trends that we're seeing worldwide, no. The question is quite controversial, right? It's about whether the U.S. would ever move to a residency-based system of taxation as opposed to the present citizenship-based taxation uh, structure that they have. And, uh, you know, the popular comment on top of that is that there's only one other country in the world that taxes its citizens regardless of where they go, which is Eritrea, this tiny country in the Horn of Africa. So what's, what's up with the U.S.? Now, I'm going to tell you the truth as I see it, and I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. You probably won't like it, right? The answer is no way that is ever going to happen, likely. So if what, you, what we do is, you know, it's of course it's a, a political uh, political question, but when you look at tax rules in the twentieth century, uh, the U.S. has been a world leader. I mean, the U.S. is a world leader in many spheres of activity. But what many people don't realize is that the U.S. also leads the way when it comes to international tax. So rules are created and enacted in the United States. Other countries look and they follow suit. So, you know, we, we can start back in the 60s with transfer pricing, but the most recent example that I think is within everyone's memory is FATCA. So FATCA came out in like 2010, 2011, whatever. Uh, it was a rider to the 
uh, higher act, I think, hiring incentives to reduce unemployment, uh, to reduce unemployment and something like that under President Obama, right? So FATCA came in, lots of unintended consequences. FATCA is not a tax, as I mentioned earlier, it's a framework for information exchange. So the US signed bilateral agreements with countries across the world, including those that you'd never thought would sign, like Russia and China. So basically everyone that's anyone of note in the world has signed except for uh, like your North Korea, your Cuba's, Iran, those kind of guys, right? But most of the countries that are note have signed. And under the FACA rules, these countries have agreed, including Switzerland, to basically put aside or set aside their local bank secrecy laws and mandate or require all their domestic financial institutions to go through their books and isolate and highlight anybody they suspect of being American, not even if they self-declare, because uh, like I'm sure lots of you guys, just like me, we have more than one passport. So sometimes we go to a bank and we open a financial account with the other passport. But if that bank, and as part of its KYC, know your customer process, if they suspect you of being American or US exposed because of certain indices, or certain indicators that they are required by law to look for. Even if you deny it, they're required to report you to the U.S. government. So that's how FATCA works. It's a framework for information exchange, and you think, oh, my God, what, what's that? But a few years later, we had something called CRS, or the Common Reporting Standard or the Automatic Exchange of Information. So basically, consider that FATCA on steroids. So every, all the rest of the world have been signing up on, on that. So, so, so here's the point. The rest of the world follows American examples. So when it comes to citizenship-based taxation, we're seeing, a, we're seeing increasing examples, especially in Europe, but also in other countries, Mexico and, and whatever. But especially in Europe, there's situations where even though you leave that European country, you are still subject to those taxes for at least a number of years afterwards, or even indefinitely. Key example would be Italy. We have uh, Italian-American clients, right? So if you leave, if you resided in Italy for a while, you're Italian, passport, citizen, whatever, and you move to somewhere that has zero tax, think of Dubai, or if you move to Malaysia and you have MM2H, so zero tax and whatever, Italy is still going to tax you. You have the fallback rules that Italy is going to tax you. If you leave Spain and you go to a so-called tax haven, again, Dubai, because Dubai is super popular right now, right? So you move to Dubai for, uh, for five or six years after you leave Spain, you're going to have to pay taxes in Spain. So a lot of European countries have these fallback rules, which means that they are following the example of, of, of the U.S., so again, at a high level, that, that it's unlikely that is going to change because we see other countries following that example. And remember when I spoke about international tax earlier, I said it's counterintuitive because when you're in the U.S., you're accustomed to thinking about the IRS, oh, they just want my money, they just want my money. But when it comes to international taxes, and when you talk about infrastructure and deals like FACA, people have made the argument that it's more expensive for the Treasury Department to administer FATCA and that information exchange situation than revenue that they collect from the 
seven or eight million u.s citizens that live outside of the u.s right it's more expensive to me so it's not about the money it's about information and of course we know what's going on with social media companies etc right now information is gold what the what the u.s government wants is your information and that's why those reports that you do, the FBARs, the 5471s for your foreign companies, the 8621s for your pension funds and your, and your other investment structures, your 8938s, your 8865s for your partnerships, it's more an information disclosure than it is revenue collection. And the U.S. government is not going to give up the opportunity to collect more data. So... Unfortunately, people, I've, I know there are lots of lawsuits. I know there are uh, advocates outside of the U.S. who are on a campaign. But keeping that bigger picture as to what's going on and the trends that we're seeing worldwide, no. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.